Christmas, everybody. Uh, it's Tom and Keith. This is uh, you're you're breaking up so bad. It's just a high pitched shriek over uh, my headphones. Talk again. Well, that, that no, that's what I was saying. Ah, you were you were saying dog whistle, dog whistle, fork on a plate. Yeah, we'll wait till the Rottweilers show up. There we go. I I, I yearn for the sweet release of death brought by strange dogs. Of course. Yeah, well, this is uh, this is not the best of this is not a show, but in general, this episode is kind of yeah, uh, yeah. We wanted to make kind of a a sampler platter of some of our favorite moments uh, from the show's existence so far. Uh, and I real quick, I just want to say sincerely before we uh, put together a montage of us saying horrible things, uh, thank you to everybody who's been listening to the show. Uh, we started podcasting mostly as a coping mechanism. Uh, during quarantine uh, and the fact that you guys have stuck around uh, has really meant a lot. We've had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, no, it's, it's very much appreciated. Um, I'm, I'm glad some of you still like the show and others of you still tolerate it. Right. Uh, and uh, no, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Uh, it has been interesting listening, listening back to this show as opposed to other shows I've had to listen back to where I've realized I might be the villain on this show. It used to be. <laughs> You're definitely the villain on this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, it's very so clear. It's sorry. I, we're starting with a realization where I had a mental shift where I think I was pretty, pretty just frustrated with the world. And it's interesting to hear me not sound like I'm not genuine about anything I say. And I'm not. But my God, it sounds like mischievous evil. It is. <laughs> yeah, no, you've got a real, uh, you've got a real uh, villainy streak that will be exposed through uh, through parts of this episode. Uh, so I guess my question before we start up, Keith, how does it feel finally being the good guy on the podcast? Uh, I mean, it's less fun, but I guess it's spiritually rewarding. Uh huh. Like I don't, I don't feel like it's as uh, entertaining, but I do get to go to bed knowing I'm better than you, which is uh, nice. I- yeah, I know. Yeah, in one category, um, I hope yeah. you're proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm just not a villain. In all other ways, I've been laughed by the Almighty Gods. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fun. It was also just great to hear. Uh, man, I'm proud of what we do. I am too. And also, I want to point this out before we start. Uh, if you're if you're a regular listener and you're like, ah, I don't know about a best of. Uh, if you're not on our Patreon, uh, we do an episode there every week, uh, and a lot of the clips you're going to hear today are from the Patreon as well. We wanted to give you guys a little bit of a, uh, a peek behind the curtain if you're not already a Patreon subscriber. Uh, Patreon.com slash this is not a show. Five bucks a month. Uh, I know everybody is hurting for money right now, so it feels weird to ask. Uh, that said, this is it. This is our pretty much our job for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Um, so yeah. if, if you want to come check out more, be harvested again. yeah, if you want to come check out, uh, episodes, we do too, you know, and that whole extra episode a week over there. Uh, there's also, uh, like what 52 episodes of Podpocalypse that we did before. This is not a show. There's also all of the there. old mean boys bonus episodes. And, uh, there's some other goofy shit floating around. So it's, it, you get a lot of bang for your buck. If you like our bullshit for five bucks a month. Yeah, for five um, bucks a month, you get. Uh, let me let me think here. Probably about around two hundred and fifty hours of bonus content plus another yeah. hour every week. And strung all together, at least two hours of that is funny. 
Yeah, no, this is, if you need another $5 to finish up the motivation to kill yourself, go to this <laughs> show on Patreon. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want to, uh, do we want to set up the first clip? Yeah, no. Uh, why don't you go? Cause I want to grab the next one. Yeah, I'll set this up. Uh, so we got an email and you guys can send us emails anytime you want. This is not a show pod at gmail.com. Uh, and somebody sent us in a game. Uh, that was basically what happened first, world tragedies or the opening of Disney rides. Because those are my two favorite things in the world are when bad things happen to uh, random people and uh, the Magic Kingdom. And what spun out of this game uh, is Tom with a pretty radical pitch for how to uh, solve racism or at least uh, punish it uh, via Disneyland. Uh, and I don't want to spoil anymore. So with that in mind, uh, enjoy the Disney tragedy game thing. Okay. All right. So round one, the Haunted Mansion or the Charlie Manson murders. <laughs> that's pretty. Well, that's actually Sharon Tate is in the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's Sharon Tate is the head floating around in the ball in the seance. <laughs> oh, don't kill my baby. <laughs> I was pretty good in like three things. <laughs> Don't trust Roman Polanski when I'm gone. <laughs> uh, fuck. It's got to be the Haunted Mansion. I think the Haunted Mansion was 65. Manson was 69. Uh, no, the Char Charlie Manson started August 8th, 1969. Uh, and uh, it was a soft <laughs> opening for the Haunted Mansion. Tom is looking, the... trying to read this sentence like I'm he's landing an airplane it. on the Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> Although there was a soft opening on the 9th, the Haunted Mansion didn't officially open to the public until August 12th. Wait, sorry. So what day did the killing happen? Uh, August 8th, 1969. That's crazy. Why? Okay, think about this. So, And this is August 12th, 1969, the Haunted Mansion opens? Yes. Think about like when there's a school shooting now. Uh-huh. And then like there's a movie coming out with guns in it and everyone's going to be like, fuck and they got to pull the movie and it's the whole thing you're walt disney <laughs> you don't give a shit and the worst murder in like recent american history has just happened and you're just like well you guys want to come to my cool house full of dead people <laughs> no it's fucking sick dude they have dinner and shit dude they, they fuck you asshole they're dancing <laughs> They yeah, Disney does not give a yeah. shit. Sharon, who fuck you? <laughs> yeah, Disney has always been busy out there making money, hating the Jews, yeah. <laughs> giving supporting the Nazis. <laughs> they have had their priorities straight. Uh, round two, it's a small world. Yeah, you know the the it's a small world. I'm familiar with yeah, it's yeah. a small world. Or the assassination of MLK. Oh shit! I think. Uh, I feel bad because I don't know when MLK got shot. I know because you're a racist. I am. I want to say he got you shot. You think there are too many black people in the gorillas? <laughs> too many There's too many minorities. It's a small world. <laughs> I'll write about other countries. And I'm like, what are all these fucking Chinese people doing here? I know Indians had children. <laughs> your, your kid's like, it's China, dumb shit. <laughs> Get them out of here. <laughs> Get fucking Ding Dong Barbie off my so, boat ride. Someone, someone fixed that fucking guy's eyes. <laughs> To they fucking, all, Grandpa, not, they all look like that. They're dolls. <laughs> not going to have some wide-eyed Asian doll in my fucking Disneyland. Oh, oh, oh wait, he's mad because the Asian doll doesn't look it's racist. It's not racist enough. <laughs> it just looks like a normal person. And These he's like, children. No, I wanted fucking, I wanted how Walt would have drawn it. These <laughs> children 
these young African children have no giant dicks popping out of their pants. How am I supposed to enjoy this small world? Well, sir, they're uh, they're children. <laughs> that hasn't stopped me before. I want to see oh, these giant, <laughs> giant, <laughs> giant African toddler dick. I'm gonna compare them to the white ones. All right. <laughs> Oh. I, I mean, they did take that that part of the "It's a Small World" out, where they measure all the different skulls. <laughs> it's small eugenics, after all. There's a dimple in the back of your skull that makes you better at war and stuff. <laughs> the science was debunked, but we believe it because we are racist and we won. Um, yeah, well, and, uh, the original boats for that was just like little swastikas. They would go in circles. Oh, I thought you were just going to do a tiny Amistad. <laughs> I really want to see a clan member react to It's a Small World. Oh. <laughs> They're on it in the ropes. <laughs> Take us back to Splash Mountain. No, I want I want the hood on. I want to see his face. I want to see him lose his shit. You know what? Look, man. There's I'm- nothing funnier to me than seeing like genuinely racist people seeing such simple shit and their minds not being able to comprehend it. I I think I think if you're a member of the Ku Klux Klan and you have your heart changed by It's a Small World, you were never a very good member of the Ku Klux no, Klan. No, 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 no. I don't think it's going to change them. I think it's just I think they're just going to go nuts. I don't think they're going to go to that ape shit. I think they're just going to be like, "Yeah, it's fine." I think they'll be annoyed. Oh, I think later amongst themselves they'll be like, "You see that fucking right, propaganda rad?" That's what I'm saying. You, you get it stuck. Now look. Is I understand like spiritually why that's what you want to see, but if we're setting the clan to Disneyland, I want to see them all hoods on on a teacup. <laughs> <laughs> They're flapping around in the wind. Wow, the sugar cube stirring, mother. One of them throws up in his hood. <laughs> Damn it, Earl, I told you not to eat so many churros. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, the first time we did this next thing was on Podpocalypse. I just wanted to write some good old-fashioned jokes. And Keith loves writing jokes. So I'm so <laughs> mad already remembering this bit. <laughs> I took the initiative to take a noun, the orange, and write jokes about oranges. And Keith was so jealous of how great my orange jokes was. Fuck you. He screamed at me pretty much every episode after that. Now, months later, we have a different show, and it's not one, not a show. And I go, why don't I bring it back for another exhibition of my joke writing talents? And you can hear the bitter rage emanating out of Keith Carey as he sees the zestiness of the new random noun I got, which was more orange jokes. Oh, okay. okay, let's do some orange jokes. Oh, all right? fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so annoyed already. All right, what do you call an orange's genitals? Oh, fucking orange cock. No, appealness. That's actually a good joke. <laughs> I mean, let me rephrase that. That's not a good joke. Uh-huh. But what that is is, techni- like, if you showed that, if an alien said that, you'd be like, you un- almost understand people humor. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, All right. All right. So far, so far, honestly, A plus by orange bit standards. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, what do you call an orange's home? Uh, the grocery store. A tree. 
Okay. It's, yeah, yeah. We did the same thing. What do you mean? Like you said a place where you find oranges. Right, but mine was correct. I guess. Because it was unwritten. Technically, the orange is the womb, and the grocery store is the home. The womb home? No, because it, uh, it, gro- it is born from the... Technically, the tree is its mother. Uh-huh. Not its home. Well, I'd say that the grocery store is more like an orange ice kind of deal. Oh, like a detention center? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you separate them from its mother. Right. And then you're like, be something else. And the point is that joke was false, so I'm giving it a D minus. Mm, that true. Right. It, it is though. I All just right. explained it. Okay. Um, that, yeah. you, you, if, if I told you to list your home address, you wouldn't write my mom's pussy. <laughs> no, but oranges do live on trees. Okay, and you lived in your mom's pussy. It's I not did. your house. I did, but there are oranges still. I mean, I guess living. you lived in her stomach. You didn't live in her pussy. Yeah, you didn't really camp out in the midway. Tunnel. Too horny for the womb. <laughs> Too horny for my mom. <laughs> yum yum yum. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, all right. Who do Jewish oranges hide from? No. <laughs> oh God, fucking. Uh, who do they hide? Jewish oranges hide from? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess Hitler. No, the Guavastapo. <laughs> Fuck you. I fucking hate you, dude. <laughs> you, you, you keep saying it and zagging where I'm waiting for the one where you just go, oh, it's Orange AIDS. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what does an orange's dick taste like? Orange AIDS. No, Sunny D. Uh, that's actually decent. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's not fun when you like them. Well, I don't like any of them, <laughs> but it's not as infuriating as last time. Okay. These are actually, like, jokes. Okay. Why do Nazis hate oranges? Because uh, uh, they served them an orange Julius. Uh, because they turn into juice. Okay. You uh, we, you went a much shorter route. <laughs> I did. You beat I me did. there. All right. Um, uh, why do the Nazis hunt the rest of the Why oranges? are they all <laughs> Nazi-related? Huh? How, why are they all Nazi-related? <laughs> There's a theme. Yeah, I know. Why is it that? It's <laughs> a random word generator. Okay, no, 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 no. There's nothing random about the fact that you wrote five different orange Nazi jokes. Yeah, yeah I think about Nazis sometimes. Orange, you glad they didn't check under the floorboards? Was, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was the election. It was on the brain. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Zing! Satire! I'm, not, I'm on the oranges side in all of this. The right. Jewish oranges. Okay. Yeah. Not orange Hitler. Yeah. So why did they, why'd they hunt the rest of the... the 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 the, the well, I don't even what what, what stupid it, fuck what okay why did the Nazis what, what shit dick okay, okay yes okay why did it. the why did the Nazis hunt the rest of the oranges the ones that weren't Jewish oh uh because the, they were on a roll because they were fruits ah god damn it <laughs> that's the first good one I guess <laughs> to whatever end you can judge something is good uh uh-huh. what was the orange Holocaust called Oh, uh, Citrus Knocked. The Holocaust. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, my was better. Well, you, I don't know what you need from me. You, you, you just look at me after each joke like a dog that did not do a trick but still feels entitled to a treat. Uh, uh, <laughs> arf. It's like all you do is shit on the floor. Arf, arf. Okay, all right. But like, hey, though, arf. <laughs> All right. How do how do and counterpoint woof? How do Nazi oranges show allegiance? Why the fuck? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. I think this is the last Nazi one. You you think has never been a reassuring <laughs> metric of anything in my life? What? Do it again. Uh, how do Nazi oranges show allegiance? Uh, 
Just tell me. They yelled, three Heil! That's not even... That was beautiful. No, that's bad. Okay. That's bad. That is a a stretch, my friend. All right. Is that your mother's pussy when you lived in it for several months? Because that is stretching. Okay. Okay. That is gaped. Someone's bitter that I wrote good jokes. Lemons are the bitter one, you idiot. Uh huh. <laughs> Oranges yeah. are sweet and tangy. Yeah. Well, you're the lemon, I'm the orange. <laughs> okay, but you definitely mixed up what fruits taste like. <laughs> don't don't pivot off that. No, no, no. I'm orange. I'm sweet. And All right. Well, I'm and orange, juicy. and you're glue. So whatever <laughs> jokes you write are about a Jew. Uh-huh. Like checkmate. So, doing a podcast like this year has been very weird because it's like comedically i don't always want to talk about trump like it's it not not that like i don't like trump but it's there's only so many angles to find that are fun uh mm-hmm. and i feel like we don't really find them very often uh we found one this time this is over on the patreon uh, and that man has so many angles and folds it's weird to not find waka waka orange orange man bad yeah <laughs> see that was not a good orange joke i called you out on it when i need to it sure wasn't. Uh, that said, <laughs> we watched. We wa- we were watching so much fucking news this summer, uh, and Trump made one promise that uh, spurred our most beloved character in that it might be the only one that's appeared twice. Uh, so please enjoy uh, Donald Trump's promises to America. That that leads me to my point. It's a divisive time in America right now. Sure. Uh, and the Republican National Convention is going on. I know. Yeah. And Trump did a speech for a thousand people on the White House lawn, right. which is I saw that fucked up for about a million reasons. And he did a speech, and most of what he said is Trump shit that you can't really get behind if you're a decent person. Uh huh. It's always you know same old bullshit about immigrants and China did coronavirus and da 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 da. But he did make one promise that I think every American. Is it's going to make him feel better in this time? He has vowed oh. in his second term. I'm going to give you three guesses. He's vowed in the second term. Yeah. Um. Carpet bomb Antifa. No, but great. Am I close? No. Okay. Different. I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. This is not a violent thing. This is a genuine like. This is a decent thing, I guess. Okay. Is he going to show us Melania's stats? No. Okay. All right. Well, we got one more guess here. Uh, what is one? Oh, let, let me guess. He's going to give us like $400 in December or something. <laughs> no, but I wish. I wish. That would be better. Uh, Trump has vowed in his second term to put a woman on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, look, I, I'm all about... <laughs> What? He goes out there and in the middle of saying, like, we're going to turn all the fucking cities into zoos or whatever his deal is, he's like, we're sending a bitch to the moon. Why? That's a great question. Like, I'm all for... Is it like a feminism thing We've never put one there. Okay. Does he plan on breaking her back? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, he's like, first we'll send one woman to the moon and then we'll send the rest of them. (laughs) And you'll go there on fuck holidays using Trump bucks, a currency I've developed. See, I hope the woman they send to the moon is Melania. <laughs> and she's just with her dumb fucking wherever she's from, but fuckistan brain. Just like, hello, I am caught to spice. <laughs> okay, put me in the up this year. Basically, you want Lady Borat to go to the moon. <laughs> it's me, Melania. I train in the bathtub. 
I spin around real fast to prepare me for when I go fast into spice. <laughs> zoom, zoom here. I go to Cheese Planet. <laughs> one small step for Melania, one big the moon. <laughs> Melania Moon 2024. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as queen of the moon, I make the law that you cannot not be on the moon. Wait. Rule number two, everyone has good shoes. Wait. <laughs> Here on the maloon, which is what I call it now, Wait. there is no water, there is only love. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. I drive spaceship. I get lost seven times. I accidentally got to sun. <laughs> Oops, I am on Mercury. <laughs> Where is moon? Tell me now, I must find the moon. <laughs> I am a fan. <laughs> <God. Hey. laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> Melania Moon. Yeah, Melania, I got the spies. Yeah. I love that it's like... <laughs> there's, there's no way to be offended by that accent because it's nothing. I mean, Christopher Walken could take a plot with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just me. I was doing that for Jordan for like 40 minutes. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck did he say before I'm sending a woman to the moon? Hand to God, it was not that far after he talked about a police officer's widow. Wait, was, is that who he's sending? Yeah. <laughs> Look, your husband was definitely murdered by gang members, but we believe his spirit may be on the moon. And only you and Melania with a power back can bring him back. You must zoop him up like in that documentary Ghostbusters. That's fucked that there he hasn't just, been a woman on the moon. Cause like, haven't there oh, been oh I missed this part. You just, yeah, we'll launch a new age of American ambition in space. Uh, which is misspelled. Uh, America will land the first woman on the moon, and the United States will be the first nation to plant its flag on Mars. And you know what? You know what we'll notice. Why, why <laughs> does every Republican president get obsessed with the fucking moon when things start going poorly? Well, because I think, <laughs> like two weeks after 9/11, Bush was like, "We got to take down these." Threats of mass destruction. <laughs> also, the shiny thing in the sky needs to be. Uh, yeah. need. I've talked to my best space investigators, and they found out there are no black people up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> We're gonna go build a fucking new Rhode Island, the whites only space colony. Yeah, what the fuck? It's it's, it's the fucking. Oh I also God. like that he says we're putting a woman on the moon, but he in no way includes the woman in the trip to Mars. <laughs> it's like, all right, cupcake, you can have the space from the '60s. The men are going to Mars. Yeah. We're well, opening a cigar lounge. Wait, like it's also just like, uh, what, what? Who right now? Is like okay. There's not enough space yet. You, you like? Right. I, I don't understand. Like, no one has a job anymore, dude. What the fuck <laughs> you keep yelling about space? Dude, it's, it's fucking bananas. I, what the fuck? It's like, I've heard homeless people with better plans for the U.S. They budget. also start rambling about the fucking moon. And honestly, I trust them more to get there. Yeah, well, yeah, what? what? So one of the things, we don't have like concrete segments on the show, but we do have things that often happen. And one thing is we just randomly, it's not planned, go, we want to learn more about a thing. And one of our favorite things that we learned about was Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor. 
And here in this clip, you're going to hear all of the fascinating things that more people should know about, but no one does because no one in their right mind goes, I want to learn about Farrell's history. Uh, and so here's the tragic history of Farrell's ice cream parlor. All right, we're going. Yeah, we were just talking about Farrell's ice cream parlor, which yeah. I don't, I think it's like a small chain. I think they have like, what, eight or something like that. If you nine locations, Farrell's is uh, it's a place where it's, it's like uh, an ice cream place, but it's themed to like the 20s but like the the fun ragtime parts not that everyone lives in a fucking shack parts yeah they don't have uh they don't have separate uh soda fountains they have <laughs> they it's just like you gotta wear pinstripes and have a cane and fucking yeah time to sing real happy for you right now don't it, throw things at me it's your birthday eat a sink full of ice cream <laughs> Sink. That was their thing. They had like the kitchen sink. They brought you out like a fucking that's right a sink, and it had like forty scoops or whatever in it. Yeah, no, I forgot. I forgot about that. There's one. I remember. There's one in South Orange County. I know there's one in Brea by the Improv. Right. Yeah. No. And a, a lot of the ones in South County. Uh, I had friends uh, who who worked there, and they had. I, I already told you this, but they had a room to specifically go into and be able to cry punch stuff, scream. It was a soundproof room to, like, be able to, like, recoup yourself and go back out and, like, yeah, here's a, a fun strawberry for you. What an amazing thing, because you know they had a conversation. They're like, how do we keep someone from eventually shooting this place? <laughs> yeah. they're Like, somebody, nobody shot up a Ferrell's, but you know someone brought a gun to work, and they're like, well, we need to have some sort of release valve right. here. Right. All right. Well, here's a, here's a fun. Uh, there, there's a couple fun tabs on Wikipedia. One is menu. Another is in the news. Sure. References. Sure. Uh, the third one down is Sacramento location tragedy. Whoa! Oh! Oh! <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh no! Hang on. Okay, go ahead. Okay. On September fourth, nineteen seventy-two, a privately owned Canadian, oh, Canada Saber Jet. Wait, <laughs> wait, in September, a plane hit an ice cream <laughs> A variant of the F-86 Sabre, piloted by Richard Bingham, failed to take off while leaving the Golden West Sport Aviation Air Show at Sacramento, California's ex <laughs> executive airport and went off the end of the runway and crashed into the ice cream parlor. <laughs> I scream, you scream, we all scream because we're going down. Dude, Farrell's got 9/11. Sacramento Farrell's got 9/11. I mean, we got 31 people were killed and 28 injured. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's your birthday. Have a sink of ice cream. Jesus oh, man. Christ. That's the worst part about that is that means so many people died wearing a Farrell's uniform. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so many people died with just a bow tie and a name tag on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I looked at the in the news tab for Farrell's ice cream parlor. Okay, it, so is, does it get worse than it getting 9 -11? It doesn't get worse, but it doesn't necessarily get better. Okay. Because on April 9th, 1982... A small private plane. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> crashed, Shut the fuck up! Crashed into the road and burst into flames in front of a Farrell's location in Torrance, California. <laughs> oh, and that's, that's Torrance, so it probably took people a minute to realize something was wrong. <laughs> the pilot and his two passengers were killed, but no one on the ground was harmed. Holy shit! 
Yo. Yeah. <laughs> two, what? two airplanes crashed into a whimsical ice cream parlor. What the fuck? Two birthdays ruined. This is such a dark Wikipedia for Farrell's ice cream. That's horrible. Like, I was waiting for it to be like a Pizzagate thing or something. I would have never expected just another uh, airplane. Yeah. They got to stop building these by drunk airports. <laughs> yeah. In 1983, the Selective Service purchased Farrell's birthday club data and mailed warnings to young men telling them to register for the draft before their 18th birthday. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and, then, and then they registered them in a flight training program. <laughs> like, here's your airplane. There's the ice cream place. What yeah. do you do? <laughs> who, who would have thought so many future members of Al-Qaeda would have been in the Farrell's... <laughs> Son, let me tell you about the best flavor there is. It's called Freedom Mint Chip. <laughs> Farrell's blamed the situation on an unauthorized sale by the list broker, and the government announced they would stop using the list. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's fucked up. Uh, that's, okay. that's fucking if you ever went and got an ice cream sundae on your birthday, the government tells you you have to be in the army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You might have thought it was free, but you're paying for it now. All right, now, now we're... Uh, and weirdly, one of the kids that was drafted out of their ice cream program killed Bin Laden. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> Thank seal, you, seal, Mr. Farrell. Seal Team 31 Flavors uh, yeah. got the job done. <laughs> Man, they do not have a lot of Assassin good. Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> the target has been cold stoned. Yeah, yeah I was going to say cold bones killery. <laughs> okay. In April 2014. Go, go. Lick. <laughs> you got scone scoped. Uh, <laughs> cone scoped. Scone. I meant to say cone. Scone, I guess, kind of. I works. will say like a scone full of ice cream actually sounds fucking tight. Yeah, that would be good. It'd be like sort of like a like a like like an urban cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. In April 2014. And out of okay, <laughs> several alligators duct taped together. An out of control automobile ran. <laughs> okay, ran into a line of patrons waiting outside the Buena Park, California location of Farrell's. One person was killed and six others injured. <laughs> this is this is who 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 at Big Farrell's is allowing all this information on their Wikipedia? The amount of vehicular homicide <laughs> that insane. has occurred at an ice, ice cream, cream parlor. parlor. Uh, I don't even totally remember how we ended up on this uh, next one, uh, but I got a bug up my butt to write uh, descriptions for super American ass sports, uh, and then Tom I, jumped. I, I remember. You remember? It was yeah. We watched Netflix's home game docu series. That's right. It yeah, it's like it's about weird, uh, weird sports from different countries. Yeah, and we we were represented with roller derby. And Keith goes, "That's interesting," but yeah, and then uh, went this way, and then Tom made it even more specific. So here, for your listening pleasure, are a few of our pitches for U.S. and then Orange County specific sports. Yeah, so everything's and, and I was like, okay, well, what's just like a very American sport that really feels like American? Yeah, lacrosse is Native American, yeah. which we also, wiped out all that heritage, and also not really a sport. Damn, I'm just saying, like, it's not a sport anyone cares about. 
Yeah, yeah, you're wrong, but go ahead. Okay. The Northeast, there's there's huge followings. Yeah, but that's the, you could say the same thing about crab cakes. That doesn't make them, like, an officially popular food. Yeah, you could say the same thing about all the sports we just watched. Is it's very central located. Look, man, I'm trying to tee up a bit I wrote on the porch. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I refuse to let you just take down lacrosse and your bullshit. Disrespecting America, lacrosse, Native Americans, disrespecting the foundation of this country and what we wiped out to achieve it. Okay? <laughs> disrespecting smallpox, disrespecting women from eras before we had boats. How dare you, fuckface? So, How dare. Back it the fuck up. So far, the two things in this episode you've been very staunchly defending are lacrosse is a good sport and I could fight a woman. Uh, yeah, I would have a hard time. I'm just saying, I've fought enough men. I've fought more men. Multiple men at one time, right? And not and came out alive. I I I don't think you realize how scrappy I am, but I have I would have a really difficult time fighting a woman, and they would definitely be better at me than roller derby. Right? Don't don't take me down with your with your your your, your stuff here. Look, I, I I think if there's one thing you'd be better than those women at, it's wearing a helmet. Like I feel like that's something <laughs> you were born to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I came up with some uh, some sports that feel a little more American. Okay. Uh, so the first one is freedom pong. Okay. Uh, it's literally ping pong, except one guy has a gun and the other guy has a Kevlar paddle. <laughs> you just gotta hit the bullets back and the neck okay, is a Confederate flag. That's pretty good. Uh, I've got a coronavirus mental gymnastics. Okay. Uh, that's you have to run through a crowded supermarket, you have to lick every piece of produce, and then at the end you have to convince a panel of judges that masks make men get their periods. Okay. So I got that one. Uh, I have uh, I have get off my lawn darts. Oh, boy. Yeah, hear me out. Because I, I actually pulled up the made-up definition from Wikipedia. Popular in the South, this game pits players head-to-head -head as they hurl whatever garbage is already in their front yard at people of color who pass by. Because, <laughs> quote, they're going to loot my trailer. <laughs> Three direct hits is called a mega hat trick. And four <laughs> is a white man's birdie. <laughs> you, you know what? I wrote a couple Orange County-specific ones. Can I do oh, one more America one? Well, this one isn't direct related, but if you want to okay, go... Do yours, do yours, and then I'll do my yeah, last America yeah. one. Yeah, so uh, in, in my... Uh, it, it, it just because it was on the same subject, uh, okay. Orange County specific. So if you don't know, this is within the cultural and heritage of Orange County. Yeah. And so in lines to do, I came up with a game called Scooter Can. <laughs> <laughs> Already in. All right. Which is children on, on it's kind of like hockey or basketball. Kids are on Razor scooters. Okay. Okay. There's one can. It's full. Uh, preferably an energy drink. And you get points by pegging a minority. You can... <laughs> You can play defense or offense, but that is how the game, in respect to Orange County culture. Well, when you're in Orange County, so it takes a really long time to find one. It does. You better be playing in Irvine or San Juan. Yeah. Games last however long it takes to ride a scooter to Long Beach. Yes. You may not leave the playing field. You have to wait for the minority to wander into the course. Yeah. They are also allowed to be uh, tricked through social media. As all within Orange County heritage. I'm not saying the heritage is right. I'm just being accurate to the heritage. Yeah, this is what matters to them. Uh, this is my other American game. Uh, it's called Hot Dog Key. Uh, combining the worlds of ice hockey and competitive eating, players must attempt to score goals while also eating a bunch of sausages that are tied together like an old-timey cartoon dog would eat. <laughs> if at any point a player is not chewing while on the ice, he is assessed a minor penalty and sent to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> okay, I like that one. Uh, I uh, I have... Uh... Do you have? Do you have? Uh, do I have, have a couple more Orange County ones as well, but I'll eat the years. Oh, do do. Let's go for how many orange? I have two more. I have two Orange County ones. All right, let's go one for one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first one is called Swiper Narnar. -nar. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, I, I did not license my Tinder name to you for this. Okay, uh, it will be teams of uh, teams of fives. Uh, okay, okay, it's a surf surfing. Okay, okay, uh, every successful wave by a teammate ridden uh, gets your team a point. Okay, uh, uh, and then every surfer will also be armed with a hammer. <laughs> Okay. And is encouraged to destroy the other team's board and therefore eliminating them from the game. And at the clock, it is all over. So you can choose to play defensively or offensively. Right. So there's two things I know about surfers is uh, they love surfing. Yeah. And they always seem to have some sort of uh, a fucking blunt force object to threaten people who uh, attack their van. Yeah. The, the ref of this game is a shark. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Like, this is the first one we've gotten to that actually sounds really good. He's <laughs> combat surfing. Yeah, Swiper Narnar. Yeah, this dude, he's not hanging loose at all. This dude is tight. Uh, all right, this is another Orange County sport. It's called Chadminton. Uh, it's badminton, except each player can bring along their best boy to call their opponent a fag. <laughs> so, uh, on... on- we, we have a mailbag or Corona bag, as we've called it, the first 10 episodes, which I would like to bring back. I think that's fun. Uh, it felt uh, more that felt more fun and novel, like in month one by month five. I'm like, oh, all mail is Corona mail now. Yeah. And that's that's what I like. While you're enjoying the show, I like to remind everyone of death. And someone asked us about Fleetwood Mac. And I started rambling about how much I love that song that was in Slapshot and how wonderful that lady was and slowly devolved into a circus nightmare conversation that you're about to hear. I remember seeing Slapshot as a kid and that 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 fucking uh, they play Rihanna and she's a uh, oh yeah speed, and I always thought that was so fucking badass. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, what happened to that actress? She was good. And Slapshot? Yeah, I'm not gonna Google it because I bet it's because it's either gonna be she just never worked again, or it's gonna be something really sad happened, or she just got well, she o- she got overdosed happy. on whippets and drove off a cliff and yeah, no, she she was like she she was yeah no she was she was all moody and angry and stuff and then she got to be happy at the end yeah that movie's really about her yeah yeah I think it's more about slapping shots. Yeah, she got a dog. <laughs> You're the one guy in the world who's like, I really like Slapshot for the strong female lead. <laughs> I wish I'd cut away from Paul Newman swearing so I could watch this woman be pissed off and smoke more. <laughs> Although she was a prisoner of marriage, she's like, oh, I don't deserve to be happy. And then that one, that like uh, the, the, the coach's wife was like, hey, bitch, you could be happy. Let me do your hair. Then they were happy. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I'm happy for it. I like your version of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see a gender flip version where it's about a women's hockey team and then just two depressed men braiding each other's hair. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, then she like forgives the dude at the end because he strips. Yeah, I know. I remember. It's all about female empowerment. That movie is my favorite <laughs> feminist film. <laughs> It's Slapshot. It's Slapshot. It's my favorite feminist film. That's why every time Fleetwood Mac comes on in the car, you just go, I'm listening to the fucking song! <laughs> All the men are just kind of side. Yeah. Do you know what's funny, though? Is that is actually a great movie about... Uh, the ending kind of saves it where it's like, it is mocking toxic masculinity. Slapshot really is the original Fight Club. <laughs> no, it's embracing it wholeheartedly. No, it's mocking it. Is it? The end where he he wins by being all like 
to quote the slap shotters all flaming and dancing and stripping and they're like this isn't hockey yeah and, and he wins through just you know big effeminates right because the other guys can't, just can't fucking handle you know it's you know yeah they also drop quite a bunch of f-bombs they, and, they drop a lot and of there's them. some there's some guy in a nazi helmet and you know, just, I, yeah, I, had re- I had really forgotten because i hadn't seen that movie since i was a kid and we rewatched it at the beginning of quarantine i'm like oh they say faggot a lot in this movie. they do they do but they they do they, like they, i feel like i they have, don't say it with a hard r I, I feel like fagger <laughs> <laughs> That's like Frogger, but he's gay. <laughs> they at least, you know, it's he's just it's it's Frogger, but he's crying across the street during the Pride Parade. I get with an A, so it's all right. Faggot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm just saying, like they shouldn't. But if they're gonna do it, there's they, they, you, you want to have an A in there. I'm just like anytime I watch it's, anything made before, the like toughest stance I've ever taken. It, it truly is. <laughs> anytime I watch any movie made before like the '90s, I'm like, all right, I will give it like a three faggot buffer. And that one, I'm like, oh, we are through the the, the sound barrier on this <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, the opening credits are still rolling. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because well, it's all right and it's coming on. <laughs> faggot. <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks. <laughs> That's the extra system. <laughs> no, it's uh... you're thinking of your wife eats pussy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's still homophobic. Okay. Never mind. Okay, wait. <laughs> Slap shot with the captain of the team. Is the, the little girl from the Exorcist? <laughs> hey Murphy, ah, I put a cross in her pussy. That actually would be. A oh real... my god, ting. <laughs> that actually, if they like didn't make it campy, if they just like kept the cast pretty much the same. <laughs> Slap shot for the extra system, Emily Rose. <laughs> you pan over. She's crawling on the ceiling of the penalty box. <laughs> like, honestly, I would. All right, get the priest in here. We got to give her a five minute major. I would absolutely watch this movie. Dude, I would love that. If it was just genuine, like the genuine cast from the original slap shot. And then just the little girl, I don't know, she, like, eats her mom or whatever. It goes parasailing out, like, Mary Poppins to uh, wherever in Canada that's supposed to be based yeah. in. Joins the hockey team. Right. Can I, can I do the last joke from the trailer? Oh, yes. So she's at center ice, and she is just plowing herself with the crucifix. Uh-huh. There's just blood and vomit and bile everywhere. And then a fun dad in the crowd goes, now that's what I call a cross check. <laughs> Coming this summer. <laughs> the hero girl from the first movie that started this conversation is like, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're still less embarrassing than Buffalo. <laughs> you take that. The, the Exorcist plays a Jack Eichel's line. <laughs> He's, 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 Emily, I score. She's just eating the yeah. neck of the referee. <laughs> the power of Eichel compels you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was fun. I I don't want to say too much about this next clip, uh, but what I will say is, uh, Tom is funny when he's trying to be funny, uh, but he's way funnier when he's just put in a normal human situation and has to <laughs> try to behave like a person. Uh, and it, it like, like you, you just look so ill at ease pretending to be a normal guy. Um, and this is uh this is a pretty good example of that. This is just a very weird, uh, thing that happened unplanned in the middle of the show. So please enjoy, uh, the mystery phone call from Sri Lanka. 
<laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? We gotta know. Uh, we we are pretty sure he's listening. Well, he yeah, but this will really. Sh- he could be a bot. Okay, I'm just gonna can coffee. It's gotta be spit. There, I couldn't an get, oral drug test. Which I think the oral drug. Yeah. The, by the way, the drug test was oral, so I don't know. Damn it, scam! Sri Lanka's calling me. Yeah, it says uh, Sri Lanka. Hello. Yes? My name is Lillian with the One Stop Center. I'm calling you today to see if you guys are considering later on doing any paint or stucco work on the house later. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a homeowner. Could you take me off your list, please? Rude, you'd say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, but you also just unauthorized recorded her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, there's like... she was rude, and you committed a felony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, yeah, she also did not sound Sri Lankan. <laughs> what does a Sri Lankan sound like? Um, <laughs> <laughs> careful now. <laughs> yeah, like Hank Azarian. Okay, well done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Indian, but more southern. Yeah, I don't so, know. I don't know about this coffee uh, so drug like, thing, but it seems like maybe. Hello, y'all. Uh, would you like Seven Eleven? Oh, I don't know more southern words. Brisk, brisket. Perfect Sri Lankan. So Dean Denton thinks you drank too much water. Oh yeah, fucking lady. <laughs> lady ruined the comment. <laughs> All right. Um. One way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what way you can come back in <laughs> That's our fun party line. I was, I wanted, it was Sri Lanka. That's I know, and I was like, oh, maybe Tom's going to do a fun bit with her. And then you just, like, polite. <laughs> and then what you did was you politely asked her to remove you from the list. You, like, handled she it hung like up on me. But you did that, but you made a face at me, like, I'm being crazy. <laughs> like, you were Howard Stern calling the president. Like, baba booey, baba booey. But you just did nothing but be totally polite and reasonable. What? <laughs> <laughs> You did everything around a bit while you just did a normal human thing. I don't want want to... I'm not complaining. It was just funny to watch. She didn't sound Aryan, and I didn't want to make a hate Uh, I wanted to be respectful. Can you put me on a more Aryan telemarketing list? (laughs) I like the white man's savings, please. (laughs) It threw me off when it wasn't Sri Lankan or white sounding. I had to be respectful. Respect is important like, to me. Like if you got a call from a real Sri Lankan, you're gonna be like, I would like to restucco the house, <laughs> the house I don't own. It's special to get a call from Sri Lanka. What? Do you get calls from Sri Lanka? Probably telemarketers call from everywhere. Well, you but well, you can point to uh, that was what was her name? Tisney. You might not Tisney. <laughs> I don't remember her name. I think it was something like that. Probably not Tisney. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, we don't. Tisney isn't also, a thing. You also don't remember, so that's true. Maybe it was Tisney. It could have been. So this next one comes from our uh, wonderful Patreon, and I was just in a silly mood. And when, which is always a problem because I, I'm, I'm fucking relentless when I'm in a silly mood. It's, it's truly a, like uh punishing. It, 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 <laughs> you're the only, you're the only person who you walk into a room feeling silly. And I feel the way when like my stepdad would walk into the room drunk. I'm like, <laughs> Oh God, it's going to be my problem. <laughs> and I tried to come up in my silly mood. I tried to come up with a original unique, script 
that I, I, I spitballed on the podcast, and I think it's going to win me an Academy Award someday. What do you yeah. think, Keith? Uh, I, I honestly, I love this. And here's what I will say. If you go over to the Patreon, what you're hearing here is a small fraction of how far down the rabbit hole we went on this. But uh, I, I didn't want to make it a 40 minute clip uh, about fucking. Well, you'll hear what it's about. Here's uh, here's Brickfoot Donut Toes. The point is, is that I think it would be interesting for a foot fetish and an amputee to like fall in love, like a Romeo and Juliet. Thing. Well, they would hate each other. Why would they hate each other? Because if you love feet, uh huh, that's like the one thing you've got to so have. So it's like the Capulets and the fucking Hercadurks or whatever the fuck. No, it's like a guy it. who loves feet and a girl with no feet. Okay, what are you gonna do then? Huh? Well, did they they learn to love each other? For their hands. Oh, oh my god! What if what if you what if you're like a foot fetishist and you find the perfect like uh, your perfect partner? Like this dude is amazing. He's wonderful, and he has the best feet you've ever seen. And you just want to fucking suck on his toes all the time. And you get married, and then on the honeymoon, he loses his feet in a tragic snorkeling accident. Okay. <laughs> a shark bites just his feet up. Uh huh. And then you have to be like, I still love you, but do you really love him, or did you just love his feet? Ah, uh, that's a good movie. I'd watch this movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 oh, 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 I got and, a title. I, I got a title. Oh, okay, a title. do it. The Steps of Love. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I know what the cover is. Okay. I think I think the girl is like, it's like Anna Kendrick or something. And she's uh, just, who's that? Uh, she's the girl from Pitch Perfect. Uh, she's blonde? You, uh, no, you you don't need to is know. Is she it. Anna Ferris? Uh, if they say Anna Ferris, can we move on? Because okay. it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. so it's Anna Ferris. Uh-huh. Sorry, anytime I have to explain a famous person to you, I know we're going on a 30 minute detour and I don't get to finish my sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's Anna Ferris, and there's like a guy in a wheelchair behind her on a beach in Hawaii, uh-huh. and she's going, Rrr! she's shrugging, and the movie is called Stumped. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're doing more of the rom com. I'm going very much, I'm going, this is a rom com Adam Sandler's people said no to. Okay, so this is uh, sub Happy Madison level entertainment. I'm I, I'm going at the end. The shark comes out and like shows up to the honeymoon and is cool. Uh huh. Gotcha. Up the feet and they can reattach them. See, I'm going. I'm going straight up Oscar bait, baby. Okay. Hardcore drama. I'm going hardcore drama. Okay. Yeah, dude. There's going to be a Daniel Day Lewis in my no foot. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a really dramatic scene in the shoe store where. <laughs> The guy's just screaming. Yeah, they get it. In hindsight, I don't know what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah, dude. Okay, you get that. That's a good one. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Goes to his son's. Or no, he wouldn't have a son. Wait, why wouldn't he have a son? Because they just got married. They're on their honeymoon. He could have a son from a previous relationship. That's true. They could have also had a son out of wedlock. It's that's 20, it's twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, but the son wouldn't be old enough for high school at this point. You know what? Fuck it. Break there, the wall. There's no reason for that. He goes. You could also do a time jump. <clears throat> uh, what if it's just time jumps? Every scene is another year or two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll watch and, that. Uh huh. And then you, but halfway through, you start going backwards in time. Okay. To so, fill in all the gaps. Okay. So now we're doing Memento, but with no legs. No, Memento is just all over the place. Okay. 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 Oh, 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 Mo Legto. How about? Ma- no toes. I don't think you'll be Malegto. I don't think Malegto is anything. <laughs> I think Malegto. I think Malegto sounds like one of those made up words from a clockwork orange. It's what well, it is you're, a made up word. Full of shit. <laughs> okay, Malegto. Yeah. Okay, halfway through. I think Malegto is how Doctor Strange makes a cappuccino with his hands or something. <laughs> 
So yeah, you start you start at the beginning. Okay. Which is always good. But <laughs> Okay, you hobbit ass motherfucker. You know what? Actually now that I'm thinking about it, the beginning <laughs> you, the beginning, the opening scene's gonna start at the end, okay? Uh-huh. And there's gonna be some sort of like cliff or thing. And he's like a cliffer? A uh, cliff cliff or thing. Like something for him to jump off of. So you know But it, how? Uh, <laughs> you're way ahead of me, buddy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He has robot arms now. All right. He has robot arms, but or like what are those called? Legs? <laughs> no, like uh, he's he's climbed. He's cli- he's got very strong arms now. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, no, when you lose a sense, you get stronger senses. Okay, hang on. First of all, legs are not a sense. <laughs> In a sense, they're a sense. <laughs> get fucked. Okay. Second of all, you feel with arms and legs. I mean, legs. Why would he? <laughs> to a prosthetic place after he loses his legs and gets more arms. <laughs> I'm doubling down. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't have any feet, but I have seven arms. Dude, that's a... <laughs> He's got this one weird one sticking out of his side. It doesn't really work. He'd have longer reach. <laughs> the movie is an intervention about him hoarding arms. <laughs> he'd, he'd have longer reach. How many things do you need to open, Kevin? Uh, me and Tom will uh, occasionally just pivot into full improv. Uh, and my favorite way to do it is to trap Tom in an improv where he doesn't know we're doing a sketch until halfway through it. And then he, I, I won't let him uh, out. Uh, and this is a good example of that. Uh, this is, uh, we start talking about Mike Tyson and then this becomes, uh, the guy from scream. Uh, so please enjoy. I'm enjoying your Mike Tyson. Hey, it's me, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Now sing as him. Uh, somewhere over the rainbow. He's turning into my midget voice. He, he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your... Tyke Tyson. He's just a little he version. He would make a great cartoon midget. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has, he has, I've never, never has a more hilarious voice coming out of a disturbing man. Right. I, it's kind of like if, you That'd know. I like if Hitler went up to give a speech and it's like, he comes up and everyone's like, and there's all the fucking stormtroopers and then he's just like, hey everybody. Yeah. It's yeah. me, Hitler. Yeah. Or Mike Myers talks for the first time. It's like, well, time to remove your head. Oh, you mean Michael Myers? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, 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 Michael Myers. Yeah, Mike Myers talking in a funny voice is kind of part <laughs> yeah, of it. That's been pretty good for him career-wise. Michael Myers. I believe I'll be stabbing you now. Yeah. <laughs> slice ace. It's a oh, knife. You're having some sex. Time to ruin it. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> See you on Thanksgiving. Adam Sandler is Mike Myers or Michael Happy. Myers. <laughs> I hide in the closet. <laughs> You babysit the kids, but then you get stabbed! (laughs) (laughs) I kind of love that, actually. Yeah, or even like the scream dude, just like... (laughs) (laughs) The scream dude called Drew Barrymore like... Hi, um, I'm in your house. I'm uh, gonna kill you. Yeah. Duh, you can call the cops, but, like, it's just going to go to my telly. Mm. Do you like movies? I mean, scary movies. Oh, I did it wrong. Yeah. 
Damn nope. it. Not like the Goofy movie or like, you know, that movie with like all the ponies or the other horse movie. Uh, I mean, like the movie where... I don't know uh, who you are, but what what is the movie with all the ponies? I, uh, 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 is it... Uh, well, they're like kicking. Okay. Uh, do they do other stuff? I'm, well, they're little. I'm just trying to understand what you're asking. They're me. little. I'm, they're little. Uh, you they're called little, me, so I thought you'd have this right. Uh, yeah, they're little horse. Uh, uh, this is about no- My Little Pony. Oh yeah, that's a movie. It is okay. No, I've never seen that. Well, that's not the point. The do, po- you, do you like movies about the My Little Pony? Well, no, I like scary movies, but I've seen My Little Pony like nine or ten times. Are you- are you scared of My Little Pony? I babysit sometimes, and it would, this has nothing to do with like your. Oh. I'm in your house. Okay. Did and you? Yeah. No ponies. So you didn't want to watch My Little Pony. I'm going to take your head off. Okay. Well, I I don't believe you. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I don't believe you. Well, I feel like based on the horse thing, you're more scared of me than I am. If of you. I gave you a horse, would mm-hmm. you believe that I'd kill you? Mm-hmm. If you gave me a whole horse, like a bribe, uh, like you're gonna. Uh, if I paid you a hundred dollars, would you scream? Because it's not. This is the current plan has got off the rails. Okay, okay. Um, how do you want to do this? Do you have cash? Do or? you have Venmo? I do. I do have Venmo. Okay. Well, I could. I could Ven Venmo you. Yeah, that could work. That that it, works. It'll right come now. in under at scary guy smiley symbol. Okay. Cool. My uh, my username is at the girl from the movie Scream. Okay. Okay. So if you and how to, do you spell that? Uh, I can't read. It's the at sign. Okay. And then it's a T. Okay. Do you know letters? Mm, yes. There okay. was a Sesame Street about it. Okay. So T. Yes. H. Uh huh. A. Uh-huh. No, sorry. I did it wrong. T. <laughs> H. E. Okay. G. This is a lot of stuff, so I'm just going to kill you and hope you're scared afterwards. See, again, I don't. I I don't think you are. Oh, you know what? My, uh, can I ask you a quick question? Uh-huh. Sorry, because I, I know I know you put a lot of work right. into this, and I know it's not quite working out. Where in my house are you? You know what? I actually was going to tell you. I, I'm in the wrong house, so I'm going to have to hang up and call you back another time. Okay, see if they want to watch My Little Pony. and then No, we, no if, d- uh, goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and see. Wow, we did an improv. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! Oh, uh, now we're not funny. Yeah, now we're yeah. Now, now we have to become socialists while our dads pay our rent. <laughs> <laughs> Time to sign up for comedy boom boom. <laughs> comedy boom boom. <laughs> so, uh, what what one of the things that always happens, and it happens more to me than Keith, is I'm telling true facts or true things that have happened, and Keith sees. The rebound coming to him, and he slams it down the fucking, uh, what is it called? Back, he breaks the backboard. I slam uh, it I down talk- the backboard, or as most people call it, yeah. missing the net. <laughs> <laughs> I start talking about Japan, and uh, which is fun, and then Keith takes it and spirals it into such a funny direction. And this next clip, uh, full anime and the Hiroshima carp. I love I love Japan. Okay, I've been to Japan. That's true. You are a pro Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I fucking fell in love with Hiroshima when I went there. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, here's, from the stories you told me, didn't really fall in love with you back. No, they were like they were for being an American. They were very nice. Some people may have survived through uh, a big falling. Um, uh, uh, 
exploder and may have taken a second to warm up to the idea of uh, the American in their house. Well, they're also just like they're looking around at like the Hiroshima Museum and then they see you and they're like, that guy's 5'3", 280 pounds. My God, he's fat man and little boy. (laughs) (laughs) And his hair looks pretty Enola gay. (laughs) I get get if you're, if you, uh, I don't know, if you still have scars from your little boy from a bomb that my country dropped, I get that it would maybe take you a second to to warm up to the idea of me eating your rice, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like... <laughs> it's like this is a little undercooked. It's like don't cook it, don't cook it. <laughs> do you like, guys, no, I'll bring in my sky microwave. Yeah, do you guys have a micro stove? Like I don't <laughs> No, but like uh, my my point is I dig Japan. I was yes. also raised Japanese Buddhist. Right. So I used to be just constantly surrounded by Japanese and could even like understand it was being spoken around me. Right. I could speak but like very broken child speak and it's real. It's taken me until watching the show to realize how soothing I find a woman speaking Japanese to me is. Right, like a actual woman, not an animated character who's trying to fucking get super rubber ducky or whatever the fuck anime is. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like. That's not how. Like when I'm in Japan, that's not how just people casually talk to each other. The right. same way, like you can't listen to Robot Chicken and then be like, "Well, that's how Americans talk." Right. Yeah. You know. What no, I, mean? I didn't think ever. Japanese person just, hello, how was your day? Yeah, no, that's not how, that's not how they sound. This is like, that's wildly soothing to me. Just yeah, like, welcome to a Burger King! <laughs> <laughs> just all anime intensity. This is so, it's, I did not realize how shockingly soothing it is just to hear a Japanese woman be helpful in Japanese. You there, man on street, can I borrow 35 cents? I need to take a train! <laughs> 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 Welcome to Japanese DMV. Get in line. Take a number. Oh! <laughs> Doctor, have the test results come back? <laughs> I'm afraid they have. You have cancer. <laughs> Fire. Super Saiyan. The hair falls out because you have cancer. <laughs> Man, I, I know we're talking about how Japan's not that, but it would make me want to go to Japan way more if it was. <laughs> I mean, events are like that, dude. You've yeah. not, dude, you're a baseball fan. You would, I've, I've said this many times on the podcast, right. you would go nuts at a Japanese baseball game. Okay. Because much like fireworks, they just do it better. Okay. <laughs> they just, there's certain things that Japan just has America beat. And it's not the things like they Japanify American shit. Right. And it's just much more fun. Okay. I don't know who invented fireworks. I know we claim. Was it that, in China? Maybe, probably. I, feel like I don't China know. China was like the one. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not a historian of <laughs> exploders, but like I, they, they're great at fireworks, and they're great at like the the atmosphere in Japanese baseball stadiums is fucking bonkers. Okay, they're like marching bands just like buy tickets. All sit together, and there'll just be like dueling bands in the stands all between. Right, that rules. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And then just everyone. I went to Hiroshima Carp 
games, and then you just go karpu, karpu, karpu. That's rad. Oh yeah, dude. They'll have like these weird carp bells. It's like it fucking rules. I found a website that was selling Hiroshima carp uh, shirts. Dude, I should get one. Dude, I'll show you. It's where I get all my hockey shirts. I thought it was made up until right now. Oh, I've I've been yelling about the Hiroshima carp for you know what? That is my baseball team. The Hiroshima carp. Yes, (laughs) yes. I've decided because I'm like I'm not really an Angels fan. I'm not really a Dodgers fan. The Hiroshima Carp are are my are my official baseball team that I will be rooting for. I think it's actually the first baseball game I went to with Japanese, Dude. and then I was fucking <laughs> bewildered at the American atmosphere when I came back to uh, to an Angels game. Do they have it? Well, yeah, no one's excited at an Angels game because <laughs> it's not 2003. Uh, fucking, do the Hiroshima Carp have a mascot? Oh yeah, I think it's. Uh, Is it that fish from The Simpsons that got radiated and now he's got three eyes? <laughs> Uh, this is just a quick little thing for the Patreon that uh, we really enjoyed. Uh, Tom makes a pretty great point about the function of uh, college and uh, alcoholism. And then we go on a pretty good run about it. There's not that much to explain. Please enjoy college terrorism. Being a college freshman is really just for like <laughs> drinking too much and then making your first big mistake that involves someone else being very much hurt. Right. And it's like, I. I I found uh, 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 cake batter vodka, right. and then I ran over a toddler. <laughs> like, that's always, <laughs> like, that's always how it fucking ends up. <laughs> I want to see the worst version. I drank, like, so many peppermint schnapps and blew up a federal building. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I it, Like, that's always... Oh, uh, my God. Me and Carolyn did, like, 40 Jaeger bombs and killed a lot of people at the post office. <laughs> okay. I got one, yeah. Yeah. Me and Greg, fucking, we went too hard in the keg stands, and then we did a 9-11. <laughs> Dude, bro, sometimes you fucking get iced, and then you join ice. <laughs> Dude, it was fucked up, man. I drank like a whole rack of natties, and the next thing I knew, I was like, whoa, I gave you a hysterectomy, but you didn't want one. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> ice is full of bros. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of most terrorism just being bad college freshmen. <laughs> Natty Isis. <laughs> Natty Isis. <laughs> had too many Budweiser's, and then I hooked up with my first gay experience, yeah. and then I took a wrong turn somewhere, and then the Pulse nightclub happened. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, that was just, I was drunk. Dude, I lost at beer pong, so I had to go to this Eagles of Death Metal show in Paris, <laughs> and I had to do, like, this fucked up prank. <laughs> <laughs> I was all like, bonjour. <laughs> yeah, one time I, I went to a party and drank some whiskey. And then, uh, yeah, then I worked at the at the post office for 20 years. Dude, Bin Laden was a normal guy until he just rushed a frat and then it just got out of hand. I mean, that's what happens when there's titties and beer. Yeah. Terrorism happens. Dude. Yeah. That's what you blow buildings for. Honestly, I think, yeah. That, that really is that really is the biggest thing the Army commercials are missing. Tits? No, beer. They no. have tits sometimes. Like, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, they just, they like, it's always like, we're really cool. But, yeah. like, back, I feel like around 9-11, it was also, like, a lot of the advertisers, you're going to get blown for killing a brown kid. Like, I feel like, yeah. that, was, <laughs> like, I feel like that was a big part of Do you want to get your scrote tickled for yeah. defending freedom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah once again uh if you've known, known me for a while you know i'm a magnet for crazy if you don't know me you won't believe me but here's a true a true story about what happened while i was trying to talk quickly to a friend at a cbs parking lot what could go wrong let's find out Look, we're burying the lead here on what we should be talking about which is your new friend you made at cbs Oh, yeah. So me, me and Ramsey, for those of you who don't know, I have a buddy and he's he's very Arabian. And we were hanging out in a parking lot as they and do. For those of you who aren't dumb, he is not Arabian. <laughs> he's Palestinian. Which is a kind of Arab. Arabian, I think. I think that's like Oriental where you're only allowed to call rugs that. I don't know for sure. Well, I don't mean to be offensive. I'm just telling you where he, he his kind goes. All right. All right. So they went the... to park their flying carpet at fucking CVS. My bad. I don't I don't mean to upset <laughs> Mr. Middle East. Uh, I <laughs> have a lot of love for all of you. I was a big Please, fan. Mr. Middle East was my father. Big fan call of Saddam. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan of Saddam. Yeah, yeah. What but, parts exactly? Ah, uh, these hats. And uh, so, you know what? That's the only right answer you could have said there because his hats on point. Yeah. So anyway. yeah, me and me and Ray, I was walking him back to his car, going to buy him falafel or something else. Offensive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 No. I whatever whatever I don't any information I don't add. Just imagine me doing the most problematic thing, and you got it. And yeah. anyway, me and him are hanging out in the parking lot, and we're talking. He's getting ready to leave, and. Just like, I don't know if it's this way everywhere, but in L.A., you don't see the homeless coming, the crazy coming. They're stealthy. It just, they just, they're just next to you. And there's a guy there. He's wearing a mask, which I appreciated. He's right next to me, um, like right next to me, way closer than me and Ramsey are. He is wearing a flower in his hair. He's also like 40 or 50, and he's, he's like fat, sleeveless shirt. Right. Um, could see the breasts. The breasts. <laughs> um, he has a headband with a tennis ball attached to it that is hanging down to his waist. How is it? So the, the, the tennis ball is just like, is it like on a rope or a string? You explain this to me. I still don't totally it's get it. It's on a headband on, the, on the, the, the string attached to the headband. So he could kind of just go like, whoa, and do like a human tetherball He could. I don't know why he would. It didn't. Well, I don't know why he would any of the stuff in this. <laughs> right. Well, because he bought that somewhere. And I'm like, I don't know what this practical use is for a headband with a tennis ball. I, at first, I was like, it's attached to the boxing, but it's too low. Maybe it's made for like an eight foot tall boxer. Right. Oh, we haven't gotten to the boxing yet. Oh, right. And he's putting on boxing gloves <laughs> as he he's he's <laughs> which is weird because usually when you're going to get jumped by a homeless guy in the parking lot, he's not also like, let's have a good clean fight. He's he's putting on boxing gloves and we know me and Ramsey both knows if we stop talking we be like, uh, and as he's putting on, he goes. Oh, sorry. I'm just interested in your con uh, conversation. Uh, right. What do you think of free trade? And Ramsey, my friend, goes, you know, I don't know. Uh, just <laughs> the most diplomatic. I don't want to give opinions right now. Ramsey, the kind of guy who definitely has feelings about free trade. And I don't know what they are. And the guy goes, see, this that makes me want to kill you. I, I, you should, <laughs> you should be killed. I should kill you for you not having an opinion on free trade. Right. And this is where I notice he has a samurai sword at his waist. Which is not good. He is holding, he's wearing boxing gloves 
with a samurai sword hanging off his waist, and he is very angry <laughs> about free trade. <laughs> and that man was just made Secretary of the Treasury. And well, okay, well, I don't know if I told you this part. Okay, Rand is like, okay, man, you gotta, you gotta go. Uh, and the guy goes, sorry. Uh, it's just important because I'm a politician. <laughs> what is he running for? Uh, we don't know. Okay. He's a politician. He does leave. He doesn't use the sword, which I appreciate. It would have been harder since he put on the boxing Did gloves. Did he say, I don't use the sword? No, he just walked away. Oh, so you just meant like you appreciate that he didn't use the sword right now. Yes. Because I feel like, look, if more politicians made a samurai sword a key component in their stump speech, I'd be more interested in politics. Yeah, no, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like. Did you watch the Democratic National like convention that's happening right now? And it was just like boring guy, senator, senator, and then AOC just fucking cut a pig in half. I mean, it's why slam ball came around. It's like, sure, basketball's fun, yeah. but what if there was violence? You know, Dude, that would. How is that not the thing that would appeal to America? A hundred like the only thing more American would be if like Joe Biden's election commercial was just like uh, is just a slab of meat. And then somebody shot it, and they go, that's taxes. <laughs> and you go, like, I get that. They finally explained it in a way the working man can understand. Look, I've always, always, always pushed for the most American way to decide who the president is, is hot dog eating contest. <laughs> this, is, this is actually, like, 14-year-old crazy me. This was his first bit, and it was one of his first. He was like... I think it's more American if we just have a hot dog eating contest. You're not wrong. Yeah. Because everyone I've ever seen who's like a professional hot dog guy, they all look more trustworthy than any politician I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this one starts off with Tom uh, trying to set up basically his thoughts on a conspiracy theory as to why something has changed in our world. And then me rejecting his interesting point to instead do the same Orange County guy voice I do for every character. <laughs> uh, so uh, hang nah, back, dude. No, nah, nah, dude. Fucking check out the Legend of Big Beer. You notice we've been calling it COVID. Yeah, I think everybody got bored of saying coronavirus. Yeah, do you think that's what it is? It's just less syllables. Uh, yeah, eventually it'll be called yeah. <laughs> just be some guttural noise. You of got Florida. the look. Yeah, just the sound of a Florida thigh chafing against a holster. Right. This is what it'll be at some yeah. point. It'll just be a fart and an American flag. <laughs> it's a, Yeah, it is. You know what it is? Calling it COVID-19 feels scarier than me than calling it coronavirus. Yeah, well, I was wondering about why, because I called it Corona for a very long time, and I was like, I just started calling it COVID. And here's here's a the probably negative conspiratorial part of my brain is like, right. I wonder if big beer had something to do with this. Big with, beer. And they're like, you can't keep associating us <laughs> with the virus. I know you mean big beer as in like a corporate interest. Yes. But big beer sounds like a fat guy who's the king of spring break. Right. <laughs> big beer is me in a Hawaiian shirt riding Spuds McKenzie. Yeah, big big beer is what uh, 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 Burt Kreischer's life got turned into. In that bo- uh, in that uh, Van Ryan Wilder. Reynolds is yeah. the hot version of big beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know there was a conversation yeah. that, uh, the movie studio like, we have to change anything that connected with them, not so they can sue us. We can't let the world know. Right. 
that this man is actually that ugly. We, <laughs> we will lose all credibility. You can't let people know that fat guys fuck. If they find out he's fat. You guys, big beer's going down the water slide backwards. <laughs> Dude, if my mom comes home early, she's going to flip her shit. <laughs> big beer, big beer. He's drinking tequila out of a fucking ass. <laughs> I'm gonna live forever! Freeze frame. Big Beard died three months later in Operation Desert Storm. (laughs) (laughs) He he was not a member of the armed services. He merely showed up with the USO to, quote, get the soldiers turned. He didn't even die from enemy gunfire. He just chugged too hard. Yeah, well, that's, you know, people people often, you know, they'll talk about alcoholism and the problems with it. But uh, <coughs> a lot of people don't remember the cut scene from Requiem to, to a, uh, for a Dream is the, uh, the ass-to-ass chug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two-way beer bong. Yeah. <laughs> to the two- Have you ever thought... I've never done it, but I've thought it's about like it. It's like an Heineken centipede. <laughs> <laughs> you queef a beer into her butt, and then she'll queef it back into yours. And it's like, I don't know how much we're getting paid, but it is not enough. The back is crying. There's no alcohol left in the back. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be sober for all of this. Don't look at us. We're sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Big beer is wearing like a fucking uh, eyes wide shut mask. <laughs> Yeah, I would love. No one knows it's me. He's I, clearly Big Beard. Big Beard, Big Beard will just be the like uh, the Kool Aid Man of drunk partiness. Right. <laughs> All right. So a lot of the podcast is me coming up with ideas. Uh, it goes a lot of different directions, but you know, every once I have an idea that probably in real life would scare people away, but thankfully it was heard out. And I break some great points on why I should create a kid show. <laughs> yeah. No, my idea for the kid show is okay. It's just it's a it's a it's a it's a teach kids anatomy, right? Okay, Tom. What? This is dicey. No, it's not. It's not. No, no, no. You, 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 this is a kid show. You're not showing genitals. If if any child ever asks you. To teach them about any body part, you need to back away slowly and call an ambulance. No, just you teach them about elbows and shit. You don't, okay. you know, yeah. Keep the pants on. Teach them about you know, hair and <laughs> you eyes. You know, it's a good pitch for a kid show because within eight seconds of the premise, you've already had to defend that you're not a pedophile. Well, you took it there. <laughs> yeah, Tom. I'm the consuming public here. Yeah, no, yeah. The, all the public is like Tom. Tom is a problem. Most of the public doesn't even know me, man. Yeah, well, they will. Yeah. When, you, when you're like, all right, I'm watching my show. It's called, uh, I yell at your kids about their bodies. <laughs> no, just, just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right. Okay. Because kids, kid, you know, kids need to learn about, like, fucking femurs and shit, right? Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's the problem with this generation. They're walking around with bad information regarding their bones. No, it's important. I look, know. I'm, yeah, I'm agreeing with ladies you. Ladies talk to me all the time about the miseducation in school about vaginal stuff. Now, I'm not a woman, so I can't <laughs> Basically, follow Basically, every woman who's ever been with you confirms they have no idea how their pussy works. <laughs> <laughs> no, they know, but they had to they do their, their pussy homeschool. They didn't have a public <laughs> education, Anybody which is fucked up. Tom is a good idea. Also, isn't quite sure which one is the <laughs> anyway, okay, so it's a, you sing, and you sing about body parts, right? Okay. But the cast, all of them are missing a different body part. 
Oh, okay. So it's like amputee schoolhouse rock. Well, they have to naturally be born. Like, I want someone without shoulders. Oh, wait. So if they lost it in an accident, you tell them to go fuck themselves? Yeah, they're not really part of the demographic. People are, like, cutting off their hands trying to book the sweet gig on Tom's public access children's show. Yeah, you don't want fucking... You don't want posers. You want genuine freaks. (laughs) (laughs) I love amputees are poser freaks. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Maybe you get one, like, veteran in there who doesn't have hands from, like, tying his shoes on a mine or something. (laughs) But besides that, you want to... Yeah, I tried to play patty cake with a machine gun. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, so you have, have, uh, as you put it, your freak gallery. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. And they just dance around, and they're like, it sucks that I don't have eyes. Like, is that the idea? Uh, Well, no. There's there's Sean No Shoulders, right? And Sean's out there. And his but 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 you know buddy. Uh, uh, How do you have no? Sh- Does he have no arms? No, he has arms. Then what? Are, That's a different body part. This is the kind of education what are the arms I'm pitching. attached to. Huh? His torso. His torso. I heard you. Yeah. What's confusing to you? That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so he okay. So Sean no shoulders comes out. Yeah yeah yeah. And then you know Ned no knees uh-huh. is just like. Hey, buddy, I, I'm trying to learn about what the arms are attached to. What's your story? And he's like, I don't have a shoulder. And then they do a sing song. Well, about, it's like Glee. Be, wait, but why would he be teaching you about shoulders? If anybody is unqualified to teach me about how shoulders work, it's a man with no shoulders. A man with no shoulders or women. This is not a gender thing. No, I'm being gendered, okay? <laughs> I'm, look, it's very impo- I believe in two things. The shouldered should speak for themselves, and women should not be on television. Okay, well, that, that's why I'm the one making a television show, okay? Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, you're the one making a television show because people love canceling anything I work on. <laughs> right, so he- hear me out. No one is going to be thinking more about shoulders than someone who does not have them. No sure. one will know but, the value of shoulders more. But, but that's like saying that you know everything about sex just because you think about it a lot, but you don't have it. Like no, that's 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 not that's not well. If you're learning about economics, it's a very different thing talking to a rich person versus talking to a poor person, right? right? Yeah, and poor people are gonna have more insight to what money actually the value of money is, sure, because they don't have any. Uh-huh. A rich person, you know, a million dollars, like what what would what is that? You know, oh, fucking buy a bag of oranges for that amount? They don't understand. You know, they're out there. Purchasing, you know, purchasing fucking, you know, what, what shoes, and they don't, they don't. They don't no, you don't, you don't understand the value of forty dollars. I know, I work hard for it. You're like, okay, I think I want to buy new pants. Do I have to take out a loan? <laughs> right, that's the thing. I understand not having money. Ask Bill Gates about money. He doesn't get it. Okay, right. So now I take money and replace it with bodies. But the poor can't really teach you how to use money well. What's that? The poor can't teach you how to like invest. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that's. Uh, I, I, the, the, no one's investing in bodies, so that no, doesn't. No, I'm saying if you're teaching people how shoulders work and why they're good. Uh huh. Yeah, but then you have you know fucking. Uh, this metaphor does not track. <laughs> Tommy No Toes can then be like, "Hey, Sean Shoulders, this is how you use shoulders," and then you can see them learn okay. and teach, and they do it a little sing songy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your role in all? 
this. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm the mastermind. Okay, so you're not even in the show. No, I want to be. I want to have a, a, a executive producer credit created by credit. I want to be the Dick Wolf of laughing at amputees. <laughs> you're not laughing at them. You're laughing oh, I'm with laughing them. Laughing at them. Yeah, <laughs> you're laughing with them. Yeah, no, like it's hilarious that I have no feet, but I must dance. They have <laughs> mouths. They have mouths, except for a fucking uh, uh, you know Matt no mouth. But I like said feet. Huh? I said feet. Yeah, but you said they, 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 they. No, I'm saying that with their mouths they will make jokes, and that's where the comedy will come from. Uh. Why? I see. I'm not. A, I'm not a sociopath like you. I would not laugh at someone for not having a body part unless they looked hilarious. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's the plan. And uh, if anyone's listening who has a bunch of money, as I do not have any, let's make this baby. Yeah. This is that was my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, this is the part where whatever executive you're pitching to uh, is revealed in your mind's eye to actually be just a squirrel at the park. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. And this last uh, this last clip needs a little bit of explanation. Uh, we did an episode uh, called Cat Drew Jackson. Uh, and basically what it started with Tom riffing about the song Gigantic by the Pixies. And uh, me not realizing until on air that it is about a big black penis, which you don't uh, believe. That is the, I, that is maybe ninety percent of the the podcast. I would say is Keith not believing when I tell him true things. That's honestly that's pretty accurate. Listening back to it, it's annoying how often you're right, but you're still <laughs> but you're still wrong a lot, and you're right in a way where I would rather live in an alternative facts universe than let you be right. Like I think I look at you the way like Trump heads look at like liberals at this point, where it's like I don't care if you're right, you're annoying, so I want to live wrong. Uh, at any rate, uh, what happened is we went down a rabbit hole where everything that we mentioned on the episode, we would do a quick Google and immediately find out it had an incredibly problematic past. Uh, where you're hearing us jump in is we had ended up going down the hole on uh, Dr. Seuss and found out like he had, uh, believe it or not, drawn some offensive things and had some bad opinions. So we're kind of discussing the idea of if it's okay to show quick, your quick, kid. Quick disclaimer. Quick yes. disclaimer. It's only offensive if you're not white. So that, that that's the one. <laughs> At any rate, uh, we, we basically are discussing whether it's okay to show your kid the cat in the hat, knowing that this guy was racist. And it spirals uh, out into something uh, considerably different. And then uh, Tom gets betrayed by one of the only things in the world he trusts. Uh, so with that in mind, enjoy our last clip, Cat uh, Drew Jackson. Yeah, no, but it, it it is like, and I'm not I'm not defending it, but it is tricky when I don't know if you're if if that is like the norm of the expectation. Yeah, and there hasn't been much education on how fucked it is yet. There hasn't been modern day. There are resources to be like, hey, this is really fucked. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, white people didn't hear that you weren't supposed to be racist for the first time until I think 1987. Uh, I so. think it was, I think it's two 2021 actually. Yeah. <laughs> the message is spreading slowly. Yeah, and right, you know what's funny is like you don't think about this stuff when you're a kid, but I'm thinking back on some Dr. Seuss stuff now, and I'm like, oh, I could see how this could be kind of racist. Yeah. Mindset. Well, yeah, because the Cat in the Hat is fine, but then they did the sequel, The Cat in the Hat Fulfills His Manifest Destiny, uh-huh. uh, where you know he wins the battle at Wounded Knee and doesn't leave any survivors. It's, right, uh, right. It seemed fun when I was a kid, like when he uh-huh. pulled that bow and arrow out of his hat. 
Right. You know, and he balanced like all those skulls in the fishbowl. Uh huh. Like, that that seemed good. And he gave him those blankets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate prank of the cat in the hat. <laughs> My hat is quite tall, and these pocks are quite small. <laughs> One fish, two fish, dead fish, sue fish. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. I mean, look, you could say America's filled with uh, evil history with... Yeah. Murder and slavery and oppression. Or you'd be like, damn, those were some good pranks. Listen uh, up, friends. Perk up your ears. It's time for a wobulous trail full of tears. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? I rescind my statement. Fuck Cat in the Hat. It's me, President Cat Drew Jackson. <laughs> God damn it. God <laughs> It was also followed up by his holiday classic, How the Grinch Stole Oklahoma. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is there anything good left? Um, I don't want to Google any more stuff I used to like. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think. That's that's 2020 in a nutshell. Please don't make me Google anyone I loved. Yeah, what else else can I get ruined for me? (laughs) I just tried to start a pirate rip, man. <laughs> okay. You know what I like? Bicycles. Don't want hurt got hurt because of bicycles. Well, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Google are bicycles racist? Okay. I think it was it was made by an Italian, right? Mm, not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I swear to God, the first three articles. Bicycling's racist, sexist, and classist beginnings. We must talk about race when we talk about bikes. Oh, no. Which I gotta figure does not mean the Tour de France. Okay. And the unbearable whiteness of cycling. <laughs> Are bike lanes racist? What? Bigots on bikes. What? What? What is the information? Uh, I don't know, man. What? What? Is there like a bullet point thing? I'm working on it. Yeah, okay. It's in bicycles. What else is there? It's an object. It's an object. Okay, hang on. Oh, no. We, we might have stumbled on something good here. Okay. When you buy good, you mean bad. <laughs> uh, did you know that? And there's a list of facts here. Uh, in the late 19th century, there was anxiety over whether, quote, white non-immigrant middle-class women were having too few babies, quote. According to women and gender studies professor at New Jersey City University, Ellen Garvey, cycling was thought to create healthier female bodies capable of perpetuating the white race. <laughs> What? They wanted white women to ride bikes so they'd have more white babies. What? Yeah, which is weird because the babies came out mixed because they were half white and half bicycle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wait, how did what? What? What is the logic? I, I, I don't even know. I guess it's something about the way you sit on a bike maybe makes your eggs unscramble or something. Okay. I couldn't tell you. That's, yeah. Imagine that being your your like. Okay, so you're you're a 
a what did they call them? A white non-immigrant middle-class woman in uh-huh. the 19th century, right? Uh-huh. And you really want a bike, so you can go ride around with your friend. And you can go to your husband. And you're like, "Can I have a bike?" And he's like, "No, I don't make enough money at the fucking mustache factory." Right. And you're like, "Well, how do I get him?" It's like, "I know." And it's like, "You want more white babies, don't you?" <laughs> like that sounds made up. Yeah, that's what. What? <laughs> Dude. All right. All right, let's get our dicks out of our mouths and end this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's anyway, it. That's why Keith's fat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, that was that was the best of uh, kind of. This is not a show, and uh, I hope you guys liked it. We like doing it. Uh, Tom, you got yeah. anything to add? No, what I will say is because it's so conversational, it was really hard to come up with the best of list. And I think that uh, if you enjoyed any of the clips, you will enjoy the show and you should listen to the whole thing. Uh, do you have, do you have, this is a hard question. I don't know if you have an answer. New, where would you suggest new listeners start? What's your favorite episode we've done? My favorite episode we've done? Oh God. A hard question. We might cut it, this out. Yeah. I, it's a bad question. Cause I don't know for sure. Uh, I think this is my favorite episode because we cut out all the stuff where I wasn't funny. <laughs> we we cut out all the me going, yeah, I don't know, man. I went to the grocery store and I was pretty depressed. Like we got rid of that and got to the voices. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, honestly, pick an episode. There's there's not a lot of bad places to jump in. It, it This is the vibe. There's not much to pick up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just hanging out, trying to make you laugh and trying to make each other yeah. laugh. No, that's true. I'll throw out an honorable mention. Is good. Um, uh, a big suggestion from the listeners said to put the Stingray story on there, and it turned out it was too fucking long. So if you enjoyed this episode, maybe start at that one. Yeah, that's over on the Patreon. Uh, this oh, is not- don't, never mind. <laughs> I, I, I love that I plugged no episode. You gave an honorable mention to no episode, which is a Patreon show. <laughs> it's not a Patreon show. It's not a show. Okay, I refuse to do this. Good night, everybody. Goodbye!